When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, bitches. Welcome to Rusting Bitch Face. I am here with my beautiful co-host, Justine. I love that. I love that you can say that now officially. I know. I know. It's not, you're not my guestie anymore, but I feel like there should be a fun name for co-host. That's kind of why I paused. I was thinking like, what would be a good name? I don't know. Co-host is pretty cool. I, it is pretty cool. I'm pretty happy I, with that. It is pretty cool. I I do love it. It's it's so amazing to have a partner on this journey. And it's awesome because you definitely like can help me stay accountable and help me stay consistent because when I'm on my own, sometimes I just kind of go, oh, I have so many other things to do. I'll get to it. But I love the fact that like we are planning our date, our time, our content each week. And it's really nice to have someone there with yeah. you. It's so yeah. hard to do a podcast on your own because you're like, yeah. oh, well, I can just put out the episode whenever I want. And in some ways that's really good because if you're like having a bad day, you don't really feel like recording or anything mm -hmm. like that, then you don't really have to, but it definitely helps because it's also so exciting. Like I love coming on here every week and having my fun. glass of wine and talking to you, like talking shit about all Whatever. the shit that we talk. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I heard I was I started to listen to Amanda and Jody's recent Sister Wives recap. I think they're in season six or something. I they put it out and I was listening to it this morning. And Amanda was like, I never look forward to recording. Like, of course I love it, but it's like just seems like another thing that I have to do. And I think that most of us feel that way. It's like, oh, I have to record at this time on this day. But the second you get on here and you're recording with like one of your best friends. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, this is great. Why do I kind of like dread this all week knowing that it's going to be awesome? It's so much fun. It's but so it much is hard fun. work. It is hard work. It becomes work because it's obviously like it's a lot of fun and like, you know, you get to meet all these cool people from different places and mm -hmm. listen to their views on stuff. It's so much fun. But then it does become work like for the social the media aspect yeah like for yeah. the shore store like jersey shore was my absolute favorite show i was so obsessed with it for years uh -huh. and i still am but it but it does become work because it's like okay now i know that this episode isn't as good as the last one because i've already seen them all a million times but now i have to like take notes and i'm really complaining over nothing because i love doing it but it, there are definitely are days where it feels yeah. like more work than other days it's work yeah and i yeah we're gonna talk about the pam anderson documentary later today but the shots of her hometown in canada i was like holy fucking shit i told ryan last night i was like canada is gorgeous look at these videos look at these photos and he's like oh I've never been to Canada and I was like well me neither and I said and you know like half of my friends now are in Canada so <laughs> we can totally go <laughs> and like, I know okay. I I still really want to go to uh Calgary for the stampede because that always falls on my birthday oh. week too so that's in the summertime so, then in so July. that would be amazing but 
I feel like oh, you guys love. would love it if you came over here. Like I live so close to Niagara Falls. We could go to Niagara Falls. Oh. We could do a Toronto day. Like I live right in the middle of both. So yeah. I've always wanted to go to Niagara Falls because my family is from Niagara Falls on the Canadian side. So I, and I've never been there. That's you know? crazy. It's I know. so fucking touristy. Like it's I know, the it's lamest awesome. touristy stuff, but it's I know. fun. Colorado's full of lame touristy shit, but it's still fun. You still enjoy it. Like whenever you come, we need to go to Casa Bonita. You've seen that on South Park, right? Uh, I believe. Okay. So it's like this super cheesy restaurant. And, you know, the the lore is that the food is trash. It's disgusting. It's like cafeteria food. It's awful. They literally, it's on trays. It, it's disgusting. But they have cliff divers and stuff and it's just cool. And it's like, there's a little arcade that's like half of the shit in there is broken. Like it's totally like busted, but it's just a fun experience. And seeing that you've seen it on South Park, the creators of South Park actually bought it a couple years ago, have been doing renovations and are reopening it this year. And they have hired this like amazing chef. So the food's going to be good and it's supposed to be a whole new experience. So Okay, that's I'm excited sick. to check it out. I know. I, I, I love touristy restaurants. Like uh, when I went to Disney, uh, like Disney Springs or whatever, like the little walk around boardwalk area. Yeah. There's this restaurant there called Dinosaur and it's like meant for little kids. Like it's like these big uh -huh. dinosaur figurines and shit. Like I love that. I'm just like, give me all the drinks with like five different kinds of alcohol in them. Like I'll eat my chicken fingers and drink my drink <laughs> and like look at these dinosaurs, dinosaur statues. I love that like stuff. I love that shit. I kind of, um, I'm kind of disappointed. I know that there's some of these that are still open, but I've never been to a rainforest cafe and I always kind of wanted to go. Okay, and that one's too one much for me. <laughs> really? There was, there's one in Niagara Falls. And years ago, I was probably like 20. I went with my friend and we sat down and they're like, this is like a real rainforest, like every 20 minutes or whatever, there's a storm. Like a and real it would, like, rainforest. <laughs> and it would like scare the shit out of us. Like the animals will just start making noises out of nowhere. Like I know they're oh fake and everything, but it just it makes it's too jumpy when you're trying to eat something like I remember we just like split a plate of french fries and then left and went to like Boston pizza or something else but yeah oh, so I'll funny. go if you come to the falls we can go yeah I've never been to one and I know it's total cheese ball ridiculous and the food's probably not it's probably like the same old chain food that everybody has but exactly I've always wanted to go and I've never been so maybe that could be our thing maybe we could find the cheesiest shit to do in the area that we're in and we should plan like a yearly trip how oh fun my gosh. would that be um, you should see the Madame <laughs> Toussaint's or whatever the like wax museum didn't you say it's like super bad it's the worst one in the entire world. Like, I swear <laughs> to God, like, none of the I wax go. figures look anything like <laughs> any of the celebrities. Like, it is horrible, but it's it's fun. See, for stuff like that, we would need to make sure we got a group on. So at least we got a discount for all the horrible shit we did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Niagara Falls, like, since the pandemic, I think they've been really hurting for, for tourists. So I feel like you can get like a thing of all the stuff on Clifton Hill for like $50 or something. Hell so yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of towns have those like passes that are good for like a week or four days or whatever. Um, I know San Diego has, you can go to the San Diego zoo. You can go here, you can go there, you can go to Legoland, whatever. I'm like, those are actually like a really good deal. If the black, if there's not weird blackout dates and all of that, but yeah, yeah, it's fun stuff.
I don't know. We can talk more about that later, but that'd be fun. Um, well, there was just, there was like a fuzz coming down, but I thought it was a spider, but thank God it wasn't. Anyways, it was a fuzz. <laughs> um, anyway, so I wanted to talk to you because I know we're both into fitness and all of that stuff. And lately I've just been off, off track, just completely off track, eating junk. And I know I've gained weight. I've been avoiding the scale. And I got on today, saw that I'm up 21 pounds from my lowest weight. And I assume that would happen because I got my wedding rings soldered together, my two bands and my engagement ring. And when I picked it up, they had had it for a little over three weeks and I put it on. It was a struggle to get it on. So I was like, shit, I am like bloated. My fingers are fatter. Um, And then now I can't get it off. (laughs) So... I'm just like, okay, well, I, first of all, I don't want to go resize my ring because I got fatter. Like, I just want to lose the weight. And I know that that probably might be sound dumb to some people, but I know that I'm not comfortable at the weight that I am and how I'm feeling. And so, um, you know, I, I've kind of told myself like, maybe I will swap out one meal a day for like a soup or a protein shake or something like that, because because of my surgery, I'm never really hungry, but I do have like an emotional eating and a binge eating mindset. So I'm not going to be depriving myself if I go for a soup or something more healthy. Um, I'm just going to be making a healthier choice. So I'm thinking about that. I just feel like bloated and puffy and chubby and uncomfortable. So um, I feel like a lot of women feel that way because of our hormones as Cody, as Cody Brown would say. <laughs> um, but for real though, like it's a real thing. It's like, I've been having, like, I've been talking about this a little bit. I've been having like the absolute worst PMS symptoms lately. Like the week before my period, like I am just a complete nightmare. I am so mm-hmm. fatigued. Like same thing. Like I always seem to fall off a little bit from working out because I'm just so tired and I feel like depressed. I don't want to do anything. And I'm like, there has to be some sort of way that I could fix this. And I found this book and it definitely relates to what you're talking about because I feel like this is all just like eating the right nutrients for our body Mm -hmm. because all of this food that we put in our body, like it's really not natural. And as much as we all love junk food and like, like you said, like we shouldn't deprive ourselves. Like you should definitely eat a healthy mix of everything. But this book has honestly, like, it's such a good reference book for any woman. It's called The Happy Hormone Guide by, just let me grab it. Um, It's The Happy Hormone Guide by Shannon Leparsky. And it is a plant-based program to balance hormones, increase energy, and reduce PMS symptoms. And also there's stuff in here for, like, uh, women trying to have a baby and stuff like that, too. Like, it's, it's basically just to keep your cycle completely happy. So it goes through the four phases of a woman's cycle and, like, what types of exercise are best or, like, how much energy you're going to have and the things that you're in your life. It's, like, most productive to focus on in that time. And there's like recipes and different types of foods and vegetables that are more nutritious to eat at certain times of your cycle than others. Yeah. And I only got this book recently. So like, you know, I don't know, but I have been slowly 
starting to eat more plant-based meals and stuff like that. Because for me, it's just increasing the amount of vegetables and stuff like that you get. And honestly, like, like, listen, like I'm never going to cut out meat. Like I'm never going to stop eating hot dogs and chicken wings and stuff (laughs) like that. But it's just about most of the time eating healthy as healthy as possible. And um, even for me, like I've seen my bloat go down so much just from like one plant-based meal a day. And um, Mm. yeah, so I I highly recommend this book. There's like natural like face mask recipes and hair mask recipes. Like there's so much stuff in here. So um, it really what we put on our skin and in our bodies like does affect us. And as women, it fucking sucks because you know, especially men are like, oh, you're crazy. You're on your period. And it's like, no, I fucking am crazy because the hormones make me crazy. Like, I don't want to feel that way because, you know, right now my period just ended. I'm at the part of my cycle where I'm feeling the most energetic and so good. And I'm like, why can't I feel this way all month? You know what I mean? So you just have to uh, make adjustments. Yeah. Yeah, Speaking of um, what you eat and what you put on your skin, like I just saw a TikTok earlier today where this woman put a filter on her bathroom sink and she was like oh my boyfriend was making fun of me for putting the filter on the sink but then she showed like the before and after of his skin since he's been washing his face with the filtered water and the results were crazy and it's something you don't even think about like wow I probably should be filtering the water that I use to wash my face and I I've never thought of that before I know I'm like okay well I gotta go on Amazon right now and buy a fucking filter for my bathroom sink and you don't think about it but it totally makes sense it's 100 percent makes sense but then as far as the hormone book goes there is one or two different women i have seen recently on either instagram reels or tiktok and they're talking about exactly that they're talking about how to eat according to your cycle and how to eat according to your hormones and and how to be more hormonally balanced through your diet and It absolutely is so important. What you put into your body is going to be what you're putting out into your life. So it matters. It makes a difference. And, you know, a lot of us aren't thinking about it, but God, and groceries are so expensive. Don't get me started on that. How much do eggs cost? Do you buy eggs? Do you eat eggs? Yeah, of course. How much Um, do they cost in in Canada? Well, remember the Canadian dollar is a little bit different, but um, for like a thing of 12, like $4.99 or something like that. I just paid $6.87 for a dozen eggs yesterday. If you want 18 eggs, it's almost $10. It's insane. Whoa. Yeah. And that's American. So that would be like you know, an extra two, three bucks on your end, right? I love the memes of Joe Exotic. And it's like, when your baking recipe (laughs) (laughs) needs three eggs, it's like, I'm never going to (laughs) financially recover from this. (laughs) That's exactly how I feel. And I eat eggs every day. And like, just everything has, you know, has gone up 30, 40%. And it's so expensive. So today, one of my plans is to sit and go through the apps for the grocery stores and see like what kind of deals I can get on meat and stuff and then plan my my meals around that but honestly do you have a Costco membership I have a Sam's Club membership well I've never been to Sam's Club but I'm assuming it's the same thing right yeah it's owned by Walmart so it's like the same thing 
Costco, like you can get huge packages of chicken breasts for so cheap, like huge things of ground turkey and just freeze them. And then yeah. there's your like healthy lean meats. Yeah. And we have um a deep freezer and then we have the vacuum sealer. So I use that stuff all the time. And um, I've been taking like half of a loaf of bread and throwing it in the deep freezer and half of the tortillas and throwing them in the deep freezer because what would happen before is it, it would sit in the pantry. It would go bad. And now I'm like, well, we do not waste food in this house anymore. No. <laughs> this shit is too expensive. $4 for a loaf of bread. Okay. We are not wasting half a loaf of bread. So everything is going like freezer bags, deep freezer. It, I've become like so annoying about it, but shit's too I know. expensive. When you get older and you're on your own and buying your own groceries and stuff, you realize <laughs> like why your mom got so pissed because you when you yes. didn't eat the apples that you asked her to buy, you know what I mean? I know. It's like, my God, I just paid $6. Like, speaking of apples, I bought one Honeycrisp apple yesterday because I was like, you know what sounds good? I'm going to get like one nice big apple and I'm going to bake it with a little cinnamon and sugar. Just throw it in my air fryer or whatever. That sounds like a, a good little treat. One Honeycrisp apple. It was, it was pretty big. It was almost, it was like 0.87 of a pound. It was $2.87. For one apple. What the fuck? That's one apple. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. It's painful to talk about it, but yeah, I'm I'm constantly complaining about groceries. I come home in my reusable Walmart bag and I tell my husband, like, this is all that I got. Guess how much I spent? It's always like $85 <laughs> or something. It's insane. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely I'm gonna look into getting that book because. I think that'd definitely be helpful. I do need to do more vegetables, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. It's crazy to think that, like, just because our bodies are preparing a period, like something that, you know, us have been dealing with for at least 15 years, and then it's like, oh, um, your body is, like, deprived of all these nutrients because they're preparing for this, so you should eat more of this to get that nutrient mm -hmm. naturally. And, like, it's crazy. Like, you you don't even think of that stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm all for trying to fix everything as natural as possible while still I enjoying totally life. I totally agree. And I think, you know, your hormones are such a big deal. If they have a horm hormonal imbalance, it can change everything. So... Yeah. Oh, like your skin, like there's people yeah. with like insane acne and it, mm -hmm. it could literally just be something you're eating. Like it's, it's fucking insane. I and, had awful know, acne I... before my surgery, awful, like cystic acne bad for years and years because of my diet, because I wasn't eating healthy at all. And like definitely after my surgery and having to change my eating habits, my skin just completely cleared up. So it's crazy. It makes I a still difference. have like bad around like my mouth and stuff like I don't know what the fuck get, it is like, I get it on my bumps. chin yeah I would get the big painful bumps and I just it was awful my skin was terrible so it makes yeah. a difference definitely does um let's talk about someone else that's awful um let's talk about thousand pound sisters because I love to say I told you so but I fucking knew that that bitch Tammy was not gonna that whole well I'm so scared of dying oh I really want to get back on track I knew that was bullshit I knew it and she is back to her old this bitch ways 
she was such a fucking cunt this episode. She's a cunt. I love she how is. the therapist. I love how the therapist was like. I don't know. I forget the word, the exact words the therapist said to her, but asking her something that was going on in her life, and Tammy's like, "No, no, no, no. We're not going to do that. Don't analyze me." And the therapist is like, "Well, it's kind of my job to it's analyze. Literally, you. my job, like, you dumb bitch." <laughs> like, and then and then every single question the therapist wanted to talk about Tammy's like, "Let's move on. I'm not talking We're not about talk that." About- it's like, why the, f- do you think you're going to sit there and talk about what TV shows you guys watched last week or something? <laughs> like, what do you think that she's there to talk to you about? Tammy was like the Sean Robinson in therapy. <laughs> well, it's clear that we're not going to figure this one out today. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. She's, she's, she's horrible. Nasty bitch. She's a nasty, nasty bitch. And uh, God, how, how did somebody marry her? Good God. How desperate must you be i think that we're gonna meet him on the show later this yeah season. we're gonna no, watch didn't... we're gonna watch their relationship and i think so we need to excited. watch them get married yeah. do you remember last season when she had those weird guy friends that she would like buy alcohol for yeah and they were just like in her house drinking and they're like here's to the queen like yeah, for tiktok cloud and yeah they just wanted to be on tv and tiktok and stuff her Obviously. house probably smells so bad you could not pay me to go drink with that girl inside of her house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like calling her the queen and so like the queen of what? The recliner? Like what are you talking about? Is that your throne? Yeah. Your, your wheelchair? I, I She's awful. She's awful. Yeah. Um one thing I thought one thing I did enjoy about this episode is Gage is so freaking cute. When they had him in that in that like blow up pool and they were splashing him and he was laughing his Even I thought he was cute that in that so scene. So freaking cute. And you know, sometimes like ugly people have really cute babies and I feel like that's what happens. That's here. how it happens. And I then know. really two really good looking people always have like weird looking kids. Like I know. Sorry, I Rumor Willis. Like <laughs> I yeah. love you, Rumor, but come on. That's so sad, isn't it? It always makes me sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's really cute. And you know what? And you say what you can about Amy and that, but Amy and them, but they're good parents. And that is a happy little boy. And he was very clean. They put him in the in the pool. He had a clean face. That's something that always bought would bother me. Like when uh Alex was little as other kids Alex's age I mean just have snot like crusted on their face or just be dirty take a freaking wipe to your kid's face what's wrong with you but he is was so clean and happy and giggling and you can just tell that that kid is so loved and cared for and that made me like Amy more because a lot of the time I don't like her but and I I did laugh when she realized that she was blowing up the drain in the pool. Well, first of all, what the <laughs> fuck were they trying to do with blowing that up anyways? Like, like, do you think the air mattress they're, pump They're works? trying like, to yeah. blow this out. Like, you're literally going to kill yourself from, like, all the f- oxygen to your brain. Like, d- did they realize how long that was going to take? Like, well, I last, honestly hope I mean, in those situations dumb. a producer steps in and is like, listen... <laughs> We need to get you guys a pump I mean, because when you're going to die. the brains of the relationship, you know, there's a problem because he's sitting there 
blowing it up with his mouth and he was like do you think the air mattress pump would work yeah yeah it fucking would work yeah it's and literally the same you, thing the last time that we went camping we forgot our air pump and we have an air mattress and i had to blow that fucker up with my mouth like you a did air mattress i did it it sucked <sighs> it sucked so bad i was like i'll never forget the air pump again no joke. I'd rather just sleep on the ground, I think, than do that. Because I'm like, I'm dad. not spending my time doing this. Like, I'm going to crack open a beer and sit yeah, at the we fireplace were like, we weren't at a joint. A, we weren't at a campground, so we didn't have, like, a nice little smooth tent thing. Like, we were on rocks and, like, in the middle of oh, nowhere. So. You, were re- you were actual camping. We were actually camping. <laughs> yes, okay. exactly. We were, like... No cell phone service out in the woods. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I forgot that Little Bit had died. So I okay. was sad about that. R.I.P. to Little Bit. I'm honestly shocked that that dog that 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 dog did not die a lot sooner because did they say it was 22 or something? Okay, insane. no. Amy's a fucking idiot. This is what she did because she goes, <laughs> she goes. Uh, Michael had the dog for 16 years and then when I met the dog I had it for five years so that's like 22 years <laughs> like she added on the amount that's of what time I thought happened. and I'm like no 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 I think at most that dog was 16 like dogs okay. don't live to be 22 years old especially like mixed breeds like that thing yeah. like no it there's no fucking way it was sad it was sad though but um, yeah, I don't think I would have a funeral for my dog. I mean. Okay. okay. At the funeral, did you notice that Amanda's sons were with her? I did. I was, I wondered who they They're were. They're fucking I... huge too. Like, I'm yeah. not surprised, but I was well, like, the, the whole family, whoa. because the thing is like, when you, when you live and grow in pro- poverty, and I can say this because a lot of my family, like my biological mom and, you know, half, half siblings and stuff grew up in poverty where they were on food stamps and they would buy all this like processed food, like, you know, stuff that was easy stuff like pizza rolls and shit like that. And that's what they would eat. And so they were all overweight. And so now of course you can use your food stamps to buy healthy food, but they didn't in that case. And so, you know, and some, times people living in poverty are depressed and they're eating their feelings and stuff. And obviously there's a genetic component to it, which is not, I really feel like genetic genetics plays a part in it, but not as much of a part as people want to say it does. So also, I'm not trying to shit on America here at all, but the portions in America insane. are fucking insane. Like mm-hmm. it is not like that here at all. Like every time I go to the States and I go to a restaurant, even a fast food restaurant is so cheap. The amount of food that you can get for under $5 is fucking insane. Yeah, it's crazy. It makes it very accessible to eat like shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because and almost you almost feel like you have to, depending on what generation you grew up in, some of us were taught to clean our plates, which is a whole nother problem. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's like, also, if you're paying for something, you feel like you should finish it because you're wasting or you spent all that money on it. I mean, there's so many components to it. But yeah, I was not surprised at all to see 
that they were overweight too. I do love Amanda though. I honestly would watch a spinoff with her. Oh, like watch her going through her divorce and, and dating again. Can you imagine how good that would be? Yeah, I like her. <sighs> She's the only one that like is somewhat normal. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like her. I feel like we should start a petition to get her her own show. And she just, she's so honest. I just love her. I think she is so funny. I would love to watch her dating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that she married Michael's Michael's brother. brother. Do we know what he looks like? They they showed a picture of him last episode, like super quick. Yeah. I I want to see what he's like because if he's anything like Michael, like how the fuck did that relationship go? Like all I think about was when they asked Michael to like drive Tammy to a hotel and he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. Like that's all I can think about when I think of him. (laughs) Um, My favorite part of the episode was Chris's virtual appointment with the bariatric surgeon. I forget his name. Yes. Um, I wish it was still Dr. Proctor. Proctor, No, No. Proctor was on the first season, though. Remember, he did Amy's surgery, but now he's on uh, Thousand Pound Best Friends. Best Friends. Okay, because I was going to say, I thought it was Dr. Proctor because I did watch Thousand Pound Best Friends and I knew I had watched him on one of those shows. So I didn't even realize they weren't seeing him. (laughs) He is so hot. I totally agree. Um, My favorite thing about Chris is, well, first of all, all that loose skin is fucking insane get the man the surgery please like yes but no you're just gonna have to do it again yeah um my favorite thing that he does is when he's talking and like his voice will start to give out at the end (laughs) like after he weighed himself or whatever he was like under 300 pounds by like half a pound and he was so excited about it which i loved oh yeah Um, that was probably the first time he's been under 300 pounds since he was like 12 years old or something so that's, that's how crazy. I felt when I got under 200 like that's your like it's such a big goal and I hadn't been under 200 since I was like 19 20 so wow I mean it's really exciting I totally could relate to that moment I was like really p- proud of him that's crazy. I knew we knew he was going to be successful we knew he wanted it and he was going to make it happen I love yeah. it yeah because just the way he talked about it, he was like, like, I know I'm going to die. Like, remember when he like listed off all the health uh, issues mm-hmm. that he has? That was crazy. But he was like 115 pounds down from the dad surgery. Like his voice always <laughs> gives out at the end. You do the best impressions of him. I love it. I fucking love him <laughs> so much. I love I how too. he just like goes off and off and talks and his wife just like smiles and nods. Like she's just like <laughs> happy to be there, like doesn't have to say anything. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I yeah, I I am proud of him. And and that's going to show you the difference between someone like him and someone like Amy who just wanted to do bare minimum so that she could get the surgery and is probably going to gain all her weight back. And then somebody like Tammy who doesn't want to fucking lo- like I just feel like why do we treat Tammy any different than we would a heroin addict or a crack addict or whatever because when you watch intervention the number one thing the interventionist said is like you can't make them do this they have to want to do it themselves so you offer them the opportunity to go to rehab if they say no you tell them like it's we're done we're not supporting you financially anymore don't call us you can't stay at our house like 
you're, you go, if you want to live in your addiction and you want to continue to kill yourself, you're going to do it on your own dime in your own place on your own time. And we're not going to be a part of it. Why don't we treat Tammy Slayton the same way? It's addiction and she's choosing to kill herself. So why are we paying tens of thousands of dollars for her to sit in a rehab and still fucking gain 10 pounds? Like why let her die? If she wants to die, let her go sit by herself in some cheap apartment with nobody and kill herself. There's like some weird, I don't know if codependence the right word, but like, because she would yell at them and like say the most awful things to them. She's and an awful person. Like if anyone, I don't care if you're my family or not. And you talk to me the way that Tammy talks to her family. Like I am never speaking to you again. Yep. Like she is a fucking awful monster so and then and then they're still like she'll call them and be like bring me this da, 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 da. and then they still do I don't know it's weird it's the same thing with 600 pound life it's like this most of the time it's the same sort of weird dynamic there which by the way is also back I think there's a I, new episode today oh, 600 pound life okay because I kept all, checking. all these like, shows on at once I can't keep up I know it's we're gonna have to have um 2600 pound Sundays or something we'll just talk about both thousand pounds best friends and <laughs> 600 pound life there's we'll a to ton Saturday. of shows to watch <laughs> hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> 2,600 pounds Saturday. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of crazy stuff to watch. I have not watched that. Uh, I'm like yet. so I, I excited. A week today, Vanderpump Rules season 10 starts. I'm like, oh, my God. And then uh, Tuesday is new season of Real Housewives of New Jersey, which is like one of my favorite nice. uh, cities. So I'm like so fucking excited for next week. I'm all, so much I'm good. All in. Are you watching 90 Day Fiance the other way? No. When did it start? It just started. They just put the new the first episode out last Sunday. So okay, you, you I I will watch it, it if you want me to because I haven't yeah. watched Happily Ever After. I I I don't That's know why I just one. never watched it. Uh, the last time I watched it was like I don't know. I guess this past season of Ninety Day with like uh, Miona and okay. Have you watched any of the other way seasons? I've never seen the other way. No. Okay. Oh, it's probably. I know the that best. that's where like um Ari and what's his name Binyam. Uh, Binyam. That's where they're from, right? Because she yeah. moved to. Well, and Jenny he's and from. Summit. Yeah. So you okay. absolutely should start watching this. Is this new season is going to be good? It's only one episode in. Comes on on Sundays, and. It's probably my favorite version of 90 Day because it is so amazing to see the Americans go to the culture shock of another country. I'm just picturing Nicole and so Azen right now. I know, like, right? Like, she's at the restaurant and he's, like, trying to explain to her the type of food they have. And she's like, I just want a hot dog and French fries. Yeah. 
<laughs> it can be similar. God, she's awful. She's another awful one. Jesus. <laughs> what a weirdo. But yeah, you should definitely start watching that. Um, Thousand Pound Best Friends. I hate Megan. I think I've always hated. Megan is such a smug bitch. She was such a smug bitch when she got her surgery and she was losing weight because it's almost medically impossible not to after your surgery. It's not like she was doing such an amazing job. She just like literally physically could not overeat. And then as soon as her stomach started to heal, she's back into all the bad habits and gaining weight back. But she was such a smug bitch when she first started losing weight. And now she's just like, I'm not going to be a part of it. I, nah, 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 nah. I hate her she's so like much. She's like a fucking 10-year-old kid having a temper tantrum because they're trying to like hold her accountable. They're like, that's why we're doing this fucking show together because we're yeah. trying to hold each other accountable and make sure we all get it done. We've yeah. all written in our food diaries, whether we're proud of what we wrote in it or not. So when you have to show that us yours notebook, too. I was like, oh, bitch, no, you didn't. I, I just think, made that for you. Ugh. I think she's like low-key pissed off that Vanessa like actually lost the weight and is like actually yep. working on herself and doing good. Like, she I think she's like pissed the, off. The, she wanted to be the star. And I'm also- i surprised that Vanessa lost weight, actually. Why the fuck are Megan and her husband- Well, I, I think they got married this this episode that came out today. I haven't watched it yet, but um, I know that they are getting married. That's like a storyline. Why the fuck are they living with Tina and her husband? Like, you guys are grown adults. Because like, why are you in her basement hoarding? But here's the thing. <laughs> if you have a friend that is generous enough to let you stay with them and have a basement like you keep that fucking basement that room whatever it is spotless yeah. these yep. people had boxes piled to the ceiling and like they um tina's husband had to have a conversation with them about it like listen like it, it's kind of ridiculous like you guys have a lot of stuff and she's like well we got rid of a bunch of stuff he's like yeah but when, every more. time you get rid of stuff you just keep buying more stuff like there's amazon packages every day and it's like respect their house like she just yeah. seems like such a monster like she's she is i hate her and she almost looks as big as she did on her episode of too large yeah. when remember she needed the like breathing uh mask thingy god i forgot that like she almost was on that. she's like almost at that size again it's like what are yeah, you because doing she has because she has no desire to do the work or to fix the core issues she doesn't want to talk about it. She won't go see Dr. Proctor. She won't this. She won't that. Okay, bitch. So gain all your weight back and fucking die then. And shut the hell up. Like, those are your choices. You can yeah. either work on it and fix it and be better, or you can go right back to the way you were and die. So yeah. choose one. They both suck. But one will at least get you on the right path. Yeah. I don't know. I just have such a hard time, like empathizing i know i know what it's like to be morbidly obese i know what it's like to have all those health issues and to hate yourself and not be able to do all the things that you want to do and even me sitting here at 21 pounds is like okay well here's where i am and i know that if i make some adjustments to my diet and exercise that i can move back in the right direction but if i allow myself to get completely out of control i'm gonna end up right back where i was so something needs to change because i'm not willing to do that yeah, and that's your Th choice. This is why I'm such an advocate for like 
uh, quote unquote balanced diet or like Mm -hmm. having the best of everything because I personally don't think cutting out all junk foods is like a realistic thing because you're trying to eat 100% healthy however many days a week and then you end up binging because you get a little taste of it and you remember how good it tastes and you binge like just try to eat most of the time healthy but like you can have a piece of cake one day like you can don't ever deprive yourself I don't think that's realistic but yeah I feel like that's what these people try to do Mm -hmm. and they fuck when you say I can't have this or I can't have that this just makes you want to have it even more and like I think the most important thing is just you can kind of tweak it to find a way to eat a healthier version of it, or you can just enjoy it and then move on with your life and not be hyper-focused on all the things that you can't have. But, um, at the beginning of the year, I was talking to you about doing 75 hard and I was like, and you could have died. I like, I could just feel, I could feel the head roll that you just did right now. I could feel that (laughs) through the text messages when I was talking about it, you didn't know what it was. And I kind of explained it to you. For anybody that doesn't know, 75 hard is 75 days. You commit to a diet, 100% for those 75 days could be any diet, but you commit to it. You commit to an exercise program, any exercise program, but you commit to it. And you have to work out twice a day for a total of, you know, 45 minutes each time or something. And then um, one of those workouts has to be outside, no matter how cold no it, matter is, how hot it is, no matter the weather. Yeah. So the, so, you know, it's extreme and I was considering doing it to get back on track. And I told Justine about this and she was just like, I this lost is my absurd. shit. This is absurd. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard. And I'm like, okay, because this is trying to like make you do all of these things at once. Like one of the things was yeah. like reading 10 pages every day, but you can't yeah. read a novel. God forbid it, it has, has to be, be like to a self-help yourself. book or something. Yeah. And I'm like, for somebody who hasn't read a book in however many years and they're trying to get in the habit of reading, let them read whatever the fuck they want to read yeah. until they get in the habit. And also working out two times a day is so counter active reactive whatever the word is I don't know what I'm trying to say because your body needs the time to recover yeah like you there are some people who work out two times a day but it's like never taking a rest well, day. Saying, like, like you're never you gonna go, see take your dog for a walk or something like yeah it's totally extreme and I was like oh maybe I could try this oh and the craziest part is if you fail on any of those things at any point in the journey you have to start over so if you're on day 74 and you don't get that second walk in or that second exercise in, bitch, you starting over at day one. And I don't know. I thought about it. I tend to be an extreme person, like one extreme or the other. I'm either trying to do everything or do nothing. And so obviously that hasn't worked well for me. And Justine kind of like was like, this is absurd. You can't do that. It's so bad for you. And I was, at first I felt a little defensive against it. And I was like, but it's supposed to like get you ready to like pu- propel yourself forward. And, da- and then I started thinking about it and I was like, now she's right. And I'm totally going to fail because it's almost like impossible thing to do. Because you're setting yourself up for disaster at that yeah. point. Like yep. you have to give yourself realistic goals and then attain them and then strive higher and higher and higher. Like it's literally like us saying like, um, we're going to be as popular as call her daddy within a year. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why don't, why don't we uh, 
get like a good sponsorship first you know yeah exactly it's it's very much uh yeah, I just feel like when people set themselves, and I'm not saying don't believe in yourself and have these crazy right. dreams. Like I, th- I think everyone should have high dreams and stuff. But like, for an everyday goal, it should be somewhat realistic, in my opinion. Well, and if you set if, yourself if you know smaller goals, it, yeah, that's when you feel good. You're like, oh, yeah. I worked out every day this week. I feel good about that. You can Instead celebrate of being like, those. Smaller I'm gonna steps. work out. And then I'm going to read, but I'm going to read a self-help book. And then I'm going to meditate for 20 minutes. It's just like so, so much. Yeah. And it does seem like those things are for somebody that doesn't have a job or a family. It's like, how, where do you exactly. find, find the time? Like, how are you going to do all that? So, yeah. yeah. So I, I abandoned that as soon as after I talked to you. <laughs> Thanks for killing my Sorry. dreams, Justine, you dream killer. <laughs> no, you say it to me about three days of like, killing myself and then feeling like really shitty when I failed. So appreciate it. Thank you. I would say just pick one of the things and start with that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to work out two times a day for 45 minutes each or whatever. Like one of those times is only going to be walking the dog. Like that's realistic, but to do all of it, I think is just a little extreme. Yeah. And I definitely, I definitely think no nutrition, if anyone is listening to this and they are not sure where to start like nutrition, that's your number one thing. You start with nutrition and then you can kind of snowball into other things. But nutrition is, they always say it's like 80%. So it's the most important Abs thing. are made in the kitchen. Yeah. Not at the gym. <laughs> not at the gym. Jeez. I want to start drinking my greens again too. Because when I was consistently for like a couple of weeks drinking those greens every morning, even though oh, they're like chalky The and bloat gross, goes away. Oh, it makes such a huge difference. Oh, oh. Blair will literally like sip on it like a drink. And I'm like, how do you do that? Like, like a I, shot. I have to chug it like it's a yeah. shot. It's it's so disgusting. Yeah. It, mine tastes like chalky and gritty. So, but I'm going to finish this can. I'm not going to waste it. So, and then I'll try something. Or you can mix it time. in with like a smoothie. What you I put, usually like, do. like frozen fruits in there or something with that's it. That's so much work. Um, What I usually do is I just get like a little, um, like a pint no, not a pint, but a quart or whatever is eight ounces, a cup and, um, like a glass ball canning thing. And I put it in there and then a little bit of water and then like a little bit of a crystal light packet for the taste, just shake Hmm. it up and then drink it. Yeah. It makes it super easy. Sometimes I use my milk frother to mix it up. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the best, but it does make, when you drink it consistently for like a week or so, it really makes a huge difference in your energy. It makes, it made me to where I didn't feel hungry all the time. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to um, uh, talk about Pamela, yes. a love story? Yes. What's your overall thought on it at the end of it? I liked it. I mean, it was a little long. It was like two hours. I was going to say that too. It was a little um, dragged out. And I, I feel like I didn't really learn anything. Like, I feel like I already knew. I mean, besides the stuff about her childhood and the awful things that happened to her, I I didn't I didn't learn anything. Um, But I liked it. I mean, to me, she's a very likable person. I like that she can laugh at herself and she's extremely self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um, And her son, Brandon Lee, is like so fucking hot. I always so say hot. that. He looks he just was- like his dad. He was on the hills, new beginnings. Yeah. Mm, so fine. I know they are. 
yeah. the other son's he's hot the too, but he's probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the hotter he's one, but the, the other one's good brother. looking too. Yeah. Okay. First um, of all, what do you think of Tommy Lee? Um, do you think Tommy Lee's hot? Okay. So going back a little bit, I, I felt like I learned a ton. I forgot she was married to Kid Rock. Like there was all kinds of stuff in here. I it was nice to learn about her childhood. It made things uh, make a lot more sense. Like my husband only watched like the first ten minutes because he's like, "I'm not watching this. I'm going to go do something else." I'm like, "Whatever, bye." And um, when we heard bye that bye. her, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're an adult. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> keeping you here to watch Pamela. Bye bye. <laughs> Three other TVs in the house. Um. But so when she first talked about being molested by her babysitter, first of all, I was so fucking pissed off. And then second of all, so my husband goes, do you think that had anything to do with like why she ended up the way she did? And I was like, hundred percent. I'm like, statistically, it's proven that children who are sexually abused at a young age can go one of two ways. They usually can not want anything to do. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. I don't want to have sex. I don't want anything. Or they can become hypersexual. And that's kind of the direction I went in. I'm definitely like a hypersexual person. So it goes one of two ways. And so I definitely thought it made a lot of sense how she turned out to be like just super open sexually and everything. My husband thought she was a porn star. I was like, she is not a porn star. She Because he was like, I don't really feel bad for her because she is a because porn star. Because she did like, Playboy. I was like, she was, no, he thought he thought she was a porn star that she did porn. And I was like, no, she never did porn. Her tape was stolen. It was released without her consent. Like, and he also Sarah thought Abraham that is more of a porn star than oh Pam God, Anderson. And and she and he thought that she signed like she sold the tape. And I was like, no, all of this is wrong. <laughs> it's, so wait, did you guys not watch Pam and Tommy? Hulu I didn't series. watch Pam and Tommy. No. Okay. Okay. Um, I really like. I. I, I watched know. it. It was good. Uh, Seth Rogen was incredible in it. It was one of my favorite roles from him. Who was honestly. he? He played the guy that stole the tape. Oh, okay. So he played. So that's kind of how the series starts. He's working for them, doing construction on the house, and Tommy Lee is being a huge asshole to him, being like, "All right, well." At first, I wanted this to be a bachelor pad, but now I married this girl. So now you're going to have to make this a family home. And he's like, but we're almost done. This is going to cost like so much money. And he's like, I don't care. Do it. And then when he was like, I can't afford to buy the materials like you, you're going to have to pay me some. He's like, no, fuck you. Da, da, da. And and, you know, they talked about that yeah. because there was a scene of Brandon Lee calling Pamela and being like, hey, mom, I watched the first three episodes of the series. They portrayed dad to be this huge dick. And like, that's why the guy stole the, guy. the tape. But and obviously yeah. there were a few things that were changed a little bit for the the show, like as they always do. But um, I mean, it seemed pretty accurate. And I feel like the girl that played her did an incredible job. I didn't oh, like yeah. the guy that that played Tommy Lee too much, but um the girl that played her and the makeup job, she looked exactly like her. Like it was crazy, but yeah. I loved, there was so much footage footage in this documentary. So if you haven't watched it and you like stuff that has a lot of footage, you will love yeah, this. I loved tons. it. Oh my God. They were videotaping everything and it, it was so fun to watch. Um, First of all, gorgeous. My God, she was just so naturally beautiful. I learned so much. I didn't know she was, she was, 
basically discovered at a baseball game. Was it a baseball game or a lacrosse game? Or CFO. What? what is that? Canadian, the Canadian, Canadian football, football league. But is that soccer or is that football? That's football, football. Okay. So she was discovered in the crowd. Like, my God. I can't believe so you didn't beautiful. know this. Literally. No. Every single time I'm like putting on lashes before a Bills game or something. You're like, I could be the next my, one. And my man's like, come <laughs> on, like, you know, you're just going to like get wet. You're going to like look completely different. I'm like, Pamela Anderson got discovered at a CFL game. Okay. You never know what okay. can happen. Uh, yeah. And I mean, she was just so beautiful, like just so beautiful. Um, and she ends up doing Playboy and then she, she becomes this insanely I mean, and a lot of the footage of her photo shoots and stuff, she was nude. Like you could see her topless. I was like, my God, her body was insane. She was just mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. And I mean, I loved watching. You literally got to watch her like fall in love and get married with Tommy Lee within a few days. It blew my mind that she was dating Kelly Slater and she had to call Kelly Slater and be like, hey, I just got married. He's like, what the fuck? Like they'd been dating for who knows how long. And then she just called and was like, oh, I'm in Cancun. And I just got married to Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. What? That's crazy. My favorite part was like the home footage or whatever of them in Cancun. And Tommy Lee's like, hey, I'm not trying to be cheap or anything, but maybe we should just go buy a bottle of vodka because these little mini bottles are like Like $8. (laughs) (laughs) I like that a lot, actually. Oh, and as far as being attracted to Tommy Lee in the 90s, I would say, oh, no, gross. But now in watching this footage and watching the two of them together, I was like, what a hot fucking couple. They were so hot together. They were so hot for each other. And you just know throughout this documentary, this really is like a love letter to Tommy Lee. This whole documentary is basically... Tommy Lee is the love of my life. I'll never love another again, ever like I ever loved him. And it's fucked too because he's married yeah. to Brittany Ferlin now. They've yeah, been married so for weird. like however long. And the thing is, Tommy Lee has a horrible relationship with his kids, and they they didn't really touch on that mm. at all, really in the in the documentary. But like. Even a year or two ago, him and Brandon Lee were on TMZ because they got into a huge physical fight. I forgot fight about that. And, like, beat the shit out of each other. And Brittany Ferlin will, like, sometimes mention it. Like, yeah, I'm a stepmom to, like, my stepson is, like, the same age as me. And she'll, like, talk about it and stuff. And it's like, you're not really his stepmom, though, because he doesn't have anything to do with you guys. So, oh, like, and let's she, not... she's definitely nowhere near the same age as him. She's definitely, like, in her 40s, right? She looks it. No, no, no. She's in her 30s. And Brandon okay, Lee's well, probably, 36. like, late 20s. She's 36 and Brandon Lee's 26. So sorry, bitch. You ain't the same age. Is he only 26? I thought he yeah, was like I just looked 28, it up. 29. No, he's 26. It doesn't matter. He's hot. Um, Super But yeah, hot. I don't know. It, Motley Crue, ever since reading The Dirt and watching the biopic The Dirt, uh, they're just all fucking disgusting. I can't find any of them attractive. Like the shit that they... Ugh. Well, and I don't like, well, I'm, I've am i never been into music like that. So I never would have been a fan. Um, as far as Brittany Ferlin goes, I find her very unlikable. Like even since the Vine days, I just never thought she was funny or attractive or I just don't understand. She's loud. Is that why people are into, I don't get it. 
Um, also, I know I don't have makeup on and I look really homeless right now, but she's only a year and a half older than me and she looks old as fuck to me. She looks like she's 45. Well, because her and Tommy Lee probably fucking just like she's, do fucking drugs. She's all had the time a lot of together. work done. Like, and I think that's what's aging her so much. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. He, I, I thought they were a he very probably hot smells really bad. This is like yeah. Uh, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian are like the Pam and Tommy of yeah. this era. I see that. Like the hot drummer, even though, come on, like, let's not compare the two in that way because Travis Barker is way more talented. But, um, you know, the hot drummer with like the the it girl or whatever yeah. type of thing. I don't know. But yeah. I don't know. It, was, it seemed like a sexy and fun relationship and they had a miscarriage their first time pregnant, which was really heartbreaking. And and then they had two boys. And I I didn't I, I didn't even know what started their divorce. I didn't even know any of that. I this was all new information to me. I didn't know that she had like pressed charges against him. I guess he had kicked her while she You was should watch the son. show. You should watch the show. Okay. It's really good. I just have it's such a, a it's short only attention span a for- mini series. It's good. It's good. Okay. I, maybe I will, but yeah. So he, I guess he kicked her. She, she said something to him and he was maybe drunk or something. They did show a lot of footage of him drunk, which makes sense. He's a rock star. And, um, that things just kind of weren't the same after he had the kids, obviously it wasn't all about him anymore. And she said something to that effect to him. And he kicked her while he was holding the baby, while she was holding the baby. Um, and I was going to say this to you before the show, cause I was going to say, Oh, people are going to hate me if I say this on the show, but I don't know if I would have divorced my husband over that. Depending on what happened, I don't know how severe it was. They didn't really go into it, but But, it looks like decades later, she still is like romanticizing it and saying she'll never love anyone like she did then. And like, she got married a lot of regret, right? No, like they got she, divorced and they got married again, nope, didn't they? They got divorced and they never got back together. I they did get back together, but they didn't get did married they? again. I think they I know definitely married- have been together in two different time slots. Because I feel like even at the end of the Pam and Tommy like limited series, they like had a black screen about that. Like they got back together again in the early 2000s. And then anyways, it doesn't matter. I know that happened with the there is another guy that she married twice. I don't know if you're getting that confused or if this is something that happened. I was actually surprised they were married for as many years or they were together for as many years as they were. It's what she said at the end of the documentary was like wild. She's like, basically, the only guy I want to be with is the father of my kids. But I know that we can't be together. So like, I'm just going to love myself. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But like, I don't know. Does she just romanticize like having a family together type of She did say like she's romanticized the relate. She admitted to that. So yeah, in 2008, they did get back together. I didn't see. I didn't know that. Um, Anderson and their sons moved back in with him, but the reunion was short lived and they split for good in 2010. I forgot she was married to Kid Rock. She married Rick Solomon twice. She She was married to him for a year, 2007 to 2008. And then from 2014 to 2015. And then she married this 
the guy that was driving the boat or something in the documentary she was married mm-hmm. to him in 2020 and then she divorced him by the end of the documentary she was divorcing him i guess yeah but yeah, yeah. i did not know that the entire safe was stolen that blew yeah. my mind i thought they just had these like vhs tapes in their closet or something or in a box somewhere and someone found it and stole it but somebody stole their entire safe and i saw on the police report that it was a six by four by two safe that's massive that yeah is a watch huge watch safe. watch the series because like i said seth rogan plays the guy that steals it and they see you see him like do it and everything and like you Such see him go to sell the tape you see him like looking at the tape for the first time and then figuring out what he's going to do with it and everything and it's completely different times right like they they even talked about that a little bit how it's like that was right when the internet was like becoming a, a thing that every household would have so mm-hmm. like it turned in from just vhs tapes to like literally being put on the internet and you you see that in the pam and tommy series yeah. so yeah yeah and that i mean i think brandon's one of the kids said they were literally the first viral video ever and it's true yeah. and it is crazy to think because she's like we didn't know that the internet was going to be a thing and that this tape that was stolen for us was now going to be worldwide and anybody could access it anywhere and yeah it, it was really upsetting and it was heartbreaking and it's like now we know better that we shouldn't judge people but she says you know for for tommy he was a rock star who was on tape banging his hot wife but for her she lost her entire career everything was over for her and oh, she, just she like to... tried to sue and everyone was just like, are you the one? Did you agree to be filmed? And she's like, yeah, but it was for my, my, for husband, my husband and I. It was in personal. our safe. And they're like, OK, well, you still agreed to be filmed. Like they just treated her like uh, that's insane. Like it was her fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if Tommy Honestly, Lee was an asshole to the workers, that doesn't fucking mean that you get to steal something from my house, sell it and profit off of it. Like that it's not that doesn't make it okay it's absurd to even say something like that yeah this goes back to like how the early 2000s slash 90s were literally such a different time and that like nobody born after the year 2000 will ever understand how Mm -hmm. different of a time it was like every single girl was slut shamed like and you even see that in the interviews that they show in this documentary how everyone's just like asking her about her tits and stuff like similar shit that happened to Britney Spears and at the time we just watched these interviews and like thought it was okay yeah remember like I didn't think anything of it that you know mind you I was also a lot younger my my brain wasn't uh fully developed yet Cody exactly Um, your frontal lobe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but still it was it was a different time it was like the norm it, it it you know that this gets talked about in the jersey shore subreddit all the time because people are like how did they get away with talking about the girls like this it's disgusting and it's like okay we could we know your age just by you asking that because yeah. it was a different time it was completely acceptable back then it's really upsetting and it's it's not fair and you know, I really didn't know anything about her personally before I watched this. I knew that she had kids with Tommy Lee and they 
had some kind of toxic shit going on and they divorced and, but you know, I, I definitely felt like I fell in love with her in this documentary. And the um, craziest thing that I learned is that Kid Rock's real name is Bob. Bob. I think I, I did that. not know that. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, she's like telling the kids, remember when we moved to with Bob to Detroit? And I was like, oh God. <laughs> like, yeah, that didn't last long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. I learned so much. I do wish she would have put makeup on for the documentary. Like, I understand, oh, I would just want to be raw and natural and show who I really am, but I would have put makeup on. And then I want her to get microblading on her eyebrows so bad because she still has like the tattooed on 90s brows. I really wanted her to get a nice I know, but it's her look. It's like, it's kind of her like signature thing. But it's, it's okay like to change is. with the time. It's been 30 years. I know, but it's Pam Anderson. It's like asking Carrot mm-hmm. Top to dye his hair black. It's like, it's just who they are at this point. Yeah. Carrot Top, what is his real name? I'm trying to remember. My, my cousin used to be Wait, his real name's him. not Carrot Top? Oh my God, shut up, Justine. <laughs> um, My cousin used to be friends with him um oh, he seems like such a tool bag she's he she said he is so so nice and funny and actually i've seen his show in vegas and it's fucking hilarious he, he had so a show in funny. vegas he still has he's had a show in vegas for 20 something years do, what does he do prop comedy he has like a big like case of props and it's all like short prop comedy bits and very funny his name's Scott. Okay, um, I'm going to watch this on YouTube after. He's actually very funny. And he's had a show for... I actually just heard, listened to a podcast with him. It was um, uh, Steve-O's podcast. He has a great podcast. Do you ever listen to Steve-O's show? Yeah. He was on there and it was a great It was a great show. I really enjoyed it. But I love Steve-O's podcast. And then... Um, I love when Steve-O... Um, I think he does this in his like comedy set, but he'll do like stories about doing drugs with celebrities. <laughs> and he always says that like him and Paris Hilton used to do coke together all the time. Shocking. I'm like, that is so <laughs> it's so funny because in my 30s, I'm like, oh, that tracks. But yeah. then like if someone were to tell me that like when I was like, I don't know, 12 years old when these people were famous, it. I'd be like, no, Paris, Paris Hilton would doesn't never. do coke. Paris would never. It's like everybody did coke. So funny. <laughs> there was a, oh, you were telling me to listen to the Messy podcast. So I listened Obsessed. to that episode. That was pretty funny. Obsessed. The messy show or something. The Messy I show. Think- so um anthony d domenico he um was a guest on their podcast like i don't know this was months okay. ago probably be- probably like before christmas even and that's how i discovered it because i was like okay anthony like talking about being a single guy in new york like this is gonna be funny so i listened to right. it and and then i just like haven't first and then i listened to a bunch of their episodes after but then i just kind of haven't clicked on them in a while and then I did for some reason yesterday and I was literally like in tears listening to this episode. I I love it. It's like my type of it humor. It was funny. It was I funny. love when Quinn's like I love how like when straight people like think that they're telling the gay guy something that like he doesn't already know. Like they're trying to <laughs> explain to me that like a woman squirts. Like I didn't know that already. It's like 
you guys really think you did something there. I'm gonna let you have this one. <laughs> so funny. I yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, also, Lance Bass has a new podcast called Frosted Tips, which I think is a very oh, cute name. I um, roll. I know, but I I'm gonna start listening to it. I haven't listened to it yet. And then, have you ever listened to the Libra Lounge with Keisha? No. You need to. She is so funny. So funny. Um, I can't remember which. Oh, I listened to her do a podcast. I think she was doing it with her husband. And they were talking about the new Megan movie. And it was fucking hilarious. Um, they talked about extreme sisters and thousand pound sisters. I mean, very funny. And then also, I think it was um, by Pumpkin. I listened to an episode this past week where she's talking about going to like some really shitty burlesque show with her husband. Was that who it was? Did you listen I, to that? I haven't listened to her in a long time, but I do love her. I don't know I why know. I stopped, but. I know you love her and you're the person that told me about her. And I'm pretty sure that that's the podcast I was listening to. Like her friend got her and her husband tickets to a burlesque show and it was awful. And the, oh my God, the episode is so funny. You have to listen to it. Okay. I'll listen. Is it the most recent one that she did? I believe so. I'm trying okay, to, my phone died. So I was trying to pull up my podcast stuff. Funniest on the thing she did one time when she was talking about people who like eat in bed and she's mm -hmm. like, I don't get it. I don't do anything in bed. The only two things I do in my bed are fuck and sleep. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do in bed. I truly oh, think so that funny. that's that a problem with a lot of relationships and their lack of intimacy is people having TVs in their beds, in their bedroom. I have a TV in my bedroom, but the only time it ever gets turned on is when like I'm at home by myself. Oh, I'm totally wrong. That episode of the Libra Lounge is the one I listened to with the about the burlesque show. Okay. So it's the most recent one from January 27th. Um, really, really, really fucking funny and kind of reminded me of Pumpkin, like just like the Pumpkin podcast by Pumpkin. Because just funny like that. I mean, you gotta listen to it. I really want to hear your thoughts on it. It's like such a good thing to listen to when you're doing dishes or some dumb shit and you need a laugh so podcasts are honestly <sighs> a lifesaver like what did I do before podcasts I'm at the point where I if I I listen to, to music but that's what I did but still I mostly listen to podcasts now but like I'm at the point where if I have to go to the grocery store or something and I forgot my earbuds I want to fucking die just listening to the surrounding sounds or the silence I want to hear somebody talking and laughing and telling a story. Oh, yeah. I always listen to a podcast when I do groceries, but that's dangerous, though. Like, because yeah. I will literally start laughing like a fool. I'll be the person that's, like, trying not to laugh. Like, Oh, I oh, don't even care. Bad. Oh, the funny thing that I listened to was by Pumpkin's rerun of Mommy Dead and Dearest. That mm -hmm. episode. I had already listened. I had listened to that one before, but on by Pumpkin, she she re-ran the mommy dead and dearest show where somebody like paid her to do a recap which is so brilliant um and I had already listened to it and I still listened to it again and laughed my ass off so that was a really good episode yeah love it she's hilarious um can Do I we bitch know her? her does anyone that we know know her 
I personally have never recorded with her, but I really want to. I've been we meaning to, to her. I've been meaning to ask her to come on the shore store for a while because I think she'd be really funny on it. Oh yeah. Um, uh what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. You absolutely can, I, can bitch about something. Go for it. Can I just bitch about the fact that Tom Brady announced his quote unquote retirement again? <laughs> Well, and you you mentioned something about that earlier, and I was like, I thought he was already retired. I thought that was like a big thing that happened recently, and I don't keep up with the foosball, but, you know. Yeah, so two seasons ago, he was in the Super Bowl. Season before that, he won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's won, I believe, I could be wrong, I believe he's won as a player the most Super Bowls ever. Um, wow, that's crazy. so. So he wasn't in the Super Bowl last year. Decided to make it all about himself and be like, "Hey, I'm retiring," and it's like, "Okay, just because the Super Bowl's not about you, whatever." <laughs> and then he comes back and is like, "Never mind, I'm not retiring." And he played it's like this a kid season. throwing a fit when they don't win something. Like, dude, Fine, this past season, I'm retiring. I'm not gonna play anymore. This past season, there was a video of him that like went viral of him yelling at his O-line on the sideline, telling them to like get their shit together. And it's like, why are you yelling at your teammates? Like, I'm sorry, Josh Allen would never. Um, but well, yeah. you're not a coach. You're a fellow team member. Like, who do you think but you there, are? All these like memes came out and stuff. And it's like, I left my wife and kids for this bullshit. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So that was the thing. Is he was married to Giselle, right? Giselle Bunchen. They got divorced. And then she, yeah, she divorced like, him right... because he. Un-retired. Yeah, yeah. Because she wanted him to retire. This is a. This is the thing, though, with all of these like NFL wives. It's so hard for them because of what the sport does to your body. Like even a position mm-hmm. like a quarterback, where you're supposed to be protected. Like you're still fucking taking hits. You're still hitting your head. Like mm-hmm. quarterbacks still get concussions. concussions. Um, and yeah. he's he's old. He's the oldest player in the league. He's in his 40s. Like most players yeah. don't even play past like 32. So it's crazy. I understand um, that that'd be really frustrating. Although if if it's their passion and there's something they're incredibly good at, like you kind of just have to support them and let them ride. But it's like, dude, you've off. won how many Super Bowls? Like, let it go. But you're you get some people... people already consider you the most famous and the best quarterback in the world. Like, what else do you want? Like well, the whole new just generation. Like, what am I going to do with my life now? Like, just sit at home and watch TV. But that's the thing. I, I he already know. signed a contract like two or three years ago that says as soon as he retires, he's going to do the, be like a commentator. So it's like, oh. what? Just do that. Like, give it up. You're in your forties. It's just not the same. I, it's not I the hate same. Tom Brady. I don't know. I get it from like a, a creative aspect, which is not the same as an athletic aspect, but I understand how, you know, with me being a creative mind and being a performer and entertainer, you know, anytime that I worked in any other job as, you know, in an office job or something, it just feels like your soul is dying every day. And so I get it when you have something you're incredibly passionate about, you kind of want to ride it till the wheels fall off. And I get it. I don't know. It's hard on both sides. I understand her divorcing him over it. And I understand him wanting to still do it. It's hard. <sighs> well, hopefully I mean, he retired Giselle for good because I'm sick of him. What is Giselle going to do? I mean, she's just a multi, multi, multi-millionaire gorgeous model. How is she going to survive this divorce? Justine, what's exactly. going to happen to Giselle? 
they can both fuck off (laughs) (laughs) all the way off (laughs) go bills um dr phil is also coming to an end oh my god i'm so upset about this literally so many seasons I haven't watched in forever, but I have told you about the girl I used to work with who was on Dr. Phil, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Dr. Phil, I started watching him when my mom used to watch Oprah back in the day. And he was just like a guest on Oprah here and there. Then he got his own show. Um, I absolutely do not religiously watch Dr. Phil. I think so much of it is so boring. I do go in there about once a week and scroll through the episodes to see if there's a catfish episode or something semi-interesting most of the time there's not so I can understand why he's retiring the last time I watched it was uh the queen of the con podcast guy I know so many people hate that podcast but he was on Dr. Phil talking about the situation and I was so into the podcast at the time that I had watched the episode but same I'm not like an avid watcher but um Mm -hmm. the clips I see are always so fucking funny I mean, I I will still say that like Bad Baby's career is the greatest thing that ever came of Dr. Phil podcast, Dr. Phil show. (laughs) Do you know that my ex-friend, we're not friends anymore, but she was in (laughs) the audience at the (gasps) Catch Me Outside. No. And I and I knew that she was in LA with her sister and that they went to the Dr. Phil show. That's amazing. But I d- it didn't clue in. And then one time we were like having a drink together and she was talking about it. And I was like, no, no. And she showed them, me like, and she's like in the, the background in the show. Yes. Oh, my God. I know how I call I love it. Yeah. I will. I will like fight anybody. Bad baby is a fucking badass rapper. I'm sorry. Good for her. She took nothing and made it into multi-million dollar success. It's fucked how much money she made off of OnlyFans the day she turned 18. Good for her. Even she said that's that's creepy. It it is creepy. She's like, all of those guys should be arrested because it's really creepy. And I'm like, I love how self-aware she is. It's creepy, but she said, well, I'm going to be sexualized, so I might as well take control of it and cash in. Like, I think she's an incredibly smart businesswoman. She literally took nothing, watched it blow up and said, I'm going to make something out of this. I'm not going to just be a meme and then disappear. She made an entire career out of it. Like, I'm sorry. She's a brilliant businesswoman. I will fight people over that. Yeah. I We're like still her. talking about her. It's been like 10 years. I like her. I, I think she's, I, like I don't her know. Rap. Yeah, I like her music. I, like her music. I think she's fine. <laughs> I like that. I like that she's outspoken. I think sometimes she's a little bit of an idiot, but she's so fucking young that I'm just like, whatever. I know. What is she, 19? I mean, insane. yeah, she's literally so young. Yeah. Um. Remember when she like tried to fight Iggy Azalea and then like Iggy Azalea was like laughing about it to TMZ outside and she's like, she's a baby. Like, I'm not uh, going to fight her. <laughs> she's like my little sister's age like i'm not gonna punch yeah, her but what happened to iggy azalea where's she um one thing i like about iggy azalea she's like i will not sing in a song because i cannot sing live and yeah, she was I like, like saying how a lot of rappers will do that and she doesn't yeah listen i like iggy azalea's music one of my all-time favorite songs that i always bump in the car is no mediocre with her and ti i love oh, that song oh, and ti discovered her okay. 
And I know that she like can't freestyle or whatever. There's that like video of her freestyling and it was just like gibberish and some guys <laughs> like get this shit off the air. Oh, um, funny. But like she makes fun music, like whatever. I don't have an issue with her. Yeah. Once again, she seems self she seems self-aware. And I just yeah. like people who are self-aware. I don't like uh, I don't think she's a star. I think she has a couple good songs, and that's basically it. Like I would never pay to go see Iggy Azalea. I guess yeah. that's how I I guess that's how I view entertainers and singers. Like, would I pay, especially the freaking cost of tickets and fees and all that shit now? Would I pay to see them live? I saw that Beyonce announced her world tour today and I was like, how expensive are those fucking tickets going to be? Like Beyonce's one of those people that just keeps getting more and more famous and everything. I just is, think she's so overrated. Careful. Uh -oh. The beehive's going to leave beehive. comments. <laughs> I, I agree though. Listen, I don't have a problem with Beyonce. I actually really like her two new songs that, that I've heard. I haven't like listened to the whole album or anything, mm -hmm. but like that, you won't break my soul. Like that's a oh. good fucking song. Like I like it, but, yeah, um, but right. she was, she was never my favorite like pop star. No, no, she's all right. She's a, she's a good singer. She has some bops, but like, I'm not obsessed. I don't understand the obsession part of it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Careful. Yeah, let's, let's move um, on. Very careful, uh, <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I will the get this. I will get the Swifties mad at us right now by saying that Taylor Swift could literally perform in my basement, and I still would not go. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, um, I need to pull that as a clip for <laughs> Jesus. There's there's actually a really funny clip from when Taylor Swift was debuting that uh, Shake It Up, Shake It yeah. Up song on at like the VMAs or whatever. And this uh -huh. was when Miley Cyrus was in her bangers era and she was like a stoner and they panned to Miley in the crowd and she's just like, <laughs> like <laughs> she doesn't know where she is. It's so now, good. If we want to talk about somebody who's pretty fucking amazing these days, Miley Cyrus is getting a huge like I, I feel like she's blowing up on TikTok all of a sudden listen as somebody that's literally liked Miley Cyrus since Hannah Montana saw two <laughs> of her concerts went to spent so much fucking money to go see her close at the bangers tour like yeah I've always liked Miley she's gone through so many different um phases but I feel like she kind of quote-unquote found herself I love mm -hmm. her um her like live album that she kind of just put out and it was like her songs mixed with covers so she would oh. do like wrecking ball and then change it into nothing compares to you and then oh, she wow. did um we can't stop and then she changed it into where is my mind and like yeah yeah it's incredible okay like, go listen to miley cyrus's live album i it's just so feel good. like i ended up on miley talk at, at some point and i'm just like god Whoa. she is like so grown and beautiful and she's a better singer than i thought she was and i'm like totally into it i i think she's amazing and um you know that's another person that kind of like was destroyed over growing up you know, somebody who was just a child well, on a TV show and then Miley started was to grow up. Purposely trying to get out of her Disney contract. Yeah. So she was purposely like had that song Can't Be Tamed and was that trying was... to do this like sexual thing. I saw and then that everyone was, was just kind of like with that. How dare she? How dare she grow up? 
Um, another person that I've enjoyed watching grow up is Jojo Siwa. I was like, finally, because I'm, I was telling Alex, because Alex was a Jojo Siwa fan, like back in the big bow days and all the clothes at Walmart and all that stuff. Jojo Siwa like, is like the face of the LGBT. I, I know. And the thing is like, I told Alex, I was like, no, something is going on with her. Like something is up with her because no normal 17 year old like dresses like that acts like that it's so over the top and ridiculous and crazy and like there's something else happening and we're gonna find out about it in the next couple years and boom now we've come out we're a lesbian or what we're lgbtqia whatever and it all makes sense it's like see it was just it was it was just like under the surface it was hiding under the surface and then now she's come out and she is being herself and she got rid of the high side ponytail and the big bows and all the dumb shit she was doing for years and it's like finally thank you for being yourself now you're not putting her hair like honestly bleaching the hair and the ponytail from tight ass ponytail yeah poor hair but yeah i I don't know too much about jojo siwa because obviously i don't have kids and that's like way past my time like for me the last disney people were like miley and selena like even selena is kind of pushing it a little bit but everyone else i'm like who's that i'm older than that like so what was i watching that's so raven the generation before miley and everything because that was a little that's too so... did you me. watch naturally sadie or was that not never heard Disney? of it okay so that was like family channel because in canada we had the family channel did you know uh-huh. life with derek have you heard of that i've heard of it but i never watched it i think that was after my time too maybe okay after these the are shows a- that were like AD. filmed in toronto like canadian it was like shows, two ad so. like two years after after my Disney phase, I guess. Okay. Yeah, no idea. I've heard of it. Okay, is that the show where the brother and sister, the kids that yes. were playing the brother and sister had like the sexual chemistry? Yeah, yeah. So it's a okay. step, step-sibling step relationship. And they had this like super awkward, it was a family channel show, but they had this super <laughs> awkward sexual tension through the whole thing. And no one knows if it was like intentionally done or not, or if the actors were fucking but I will say the girl who played Casey, like the main girl on the show, she was like 26 years old playing a 16 year old. <gasps> She's from my hometown Whoa. and she was dating the science teacher at my school. And my <gasps> drama class got to meet her because they were like, oh, Casey from Life with Derek is here and she's going to like do a and a for all the like people in drama. So we oh got God. to like go to the science class and we found out she was like dating the science teacher and we all just like sat there and got to like ask her questions and uh, she like signed autographs for us on like little pieces of paper and she was really nice but her family is like rich in my hometown they like own uh-huh. a bunch of uh, car dealerships like Leggett uh, car dealerships so okay yeah but yeah What's she's the really talented with the like the science teacher was he a younger science teacher like it was like yeah yeah like at the thing at the time I remember thinking like oh my god this is so crazy she's like with this older guy because like I said she played a teenager on tv yeah you thought she was like Um, 18 or something so but in but it was so weird because 
it just shows you how crazy like the power of makeup and wardrobe is because I remember when I met her that day I was like she's like gr she's like so much older than what you would think you, you know what think. I mean like, how she carries just herself higher age appropriate actors in stuff and one thing one thing that is cool about Degrassi is that they do that like they yeah. do hire the actors are the same age as who they're supposed to be um but yeah uh looking back like she was probably 26 and he was probably like in his early 30s okay that's interesting um but I, the reason why they do that though is because of like the child work laws i think oh, because like sense, children can only work a certain hours yeah okay that makes sense because i was thinking about like one tree hill all of them were like 25 30 and they're playing teenagers and i love in the know, first scary movie they make a joke about that like if this oh, was yeah. a scary movie we'd all be like in our mid-30s trying to play 16 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just started watching, re-watching Friday Night Lights. <gasps> and I'm like, I forgot how fucking good this show is. So it, fucking good. Girl, I couldn't finish this oh. last rewatch that I did. It, Why? it gets so far off the rails. Like, just wait. By season I three, watched... you'll be like, what the fuck am I watching? This gets crazy. Um, I haven't watched in years. But, like, but the I... first, like, two seasons are so good how hot is tim riggins Ugh. um yeah taylor keach or whatever his yeah name is. i'm trying to think of who i think was the hottest oh and the coach i was gonna say i probably at this point oh, the so, coach I, is now so hot he's from buffalo <laughs> in real life so now I'm picturing that we could do that TikTok trend where it's you're standing next to yourself at 16 and at 20, you know, like at I don't have TikTok anymore, girl. I don't know. Well, okay, so there's this trend, and it's basically like you're standing next to yourself, and here you're 18, and here you're 32, and when you see Tim Riggins, you faint. And then now when you're 32 and you see Coach Taylor, you faint. <laughs> it's like how your tastes have changed over the years. Because, yeah, I think that, like, I feel that Coach Taylor's, like, the hottest guy on that show now that I'm in my oh, 30s. He... So oh, hot. Coach Taylor is so fucking hot. So hot. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good um, show. I don't know. I feel like since I turned 21, I've always been, like, I'll fuck a 21-year-old or a 45-year-old. Yeah, you could go either way. You could I be feel, like my I feel classmate like as or soon my as dad. I turned an adult, I'm just like, well, <laughs> I just like all men now. So it is yeah, what it is. I'm just into it. Yeah. That's so funny. I love it. Um speaking of liking different kinds of men, there's a question that I really, really, really want your opinion on. Okay, and not because of anything personal, but because I saw it in a reality show and I'm just curious. So right. um, for some stupid ass reason, I decided to watch uh, Nikki Bella's wedding special with Artem mm -hmm. because I watched all of Total Divas, Total Bellas. I like them. Um, and it was horrible. It was more horrible <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. But Nikki Bella was like engaged to John Cena like forever ago. And uh. he they were going to have a Total Bellas wedding special with them. But then she called off the wedding before it could right. happen. She okay. had already bought a dress for John Cena. Um, oh. And so she still had this dress. And now she's marrying Artem, whatever his name is, from Dancing with the Stars. No, nope. nope. She she was trying on the dress for Brie, her identical twin sister, for those who don't know the Bella twins. They're former wrestlers. Um, and 
Brie was like, I don't know. I think that's weird because I think when you buy a dress for a guy, it should be for that specific guy. And Nikki was yep. like, listen, I had a really big designer make this for me. I spent an insane amount of money on it, hundreds of thousands. You have to understand the Bella twins were huge in WWE. She was with John Cena for years, making millions yeah, of dollars. Yeah, I don't dollars. know anything about now, WWE, but I know Now who she's they are. a husband. So I'm assuming yeah. that she doesn't have the type of money that she had back in the day. So to have a dress that's probably worth $10,000, if not more. And she's oh, like, oh, it's probably I worth $100,000. She's like, I spent so much money on this. And it does. It looked beautiful on her. Like she's fucking stunning. Um, and then. Artem was okay with it. Artem's like, listen, that's the last thing on my mind because his parents are in Russia and because of the whole thing that's going on, they can't come over. It's like a whole thing. Um, yeah. So he's like, I don't care. You can wear whatever dress you feel good in. And she's like, that's why I love you. But anyways, what's your opinion on it all? Okay. So I my thing would be I would want to know what he thought. So I think that's probably the most important thing because before you said that, I was like, oh, no, because... Yeah, you're buying it for the specific marriage you're going into. You're buying it for the person that you're, you know, that you're marrying. And this was intended for someone else. And now you're marrying a different person. I, I felt wrong about it in all those aspects. But then, yeah, that you spend a ton of money. You don't want to waste it. If you turn around and sell it to someone else, you're going to get, a, you know, one fiftieth of what you spent on it. And if you love it, it makes you feel beautiful. It was made especially for you it's really more about you than about the wedding, I guess. And if your future husband is okay with it and he doesn't feel like, well, you don't think I'm special enough to have something specifically for us in our marriage. If he's okay with it, then I think, cool, do it. What do you think? Okay. <clears throat> Pretty much same as that. At first I thought it was really weird, but then when I was like, she did spend so much money mm -hmm. on it like she might as it's well probably wear gorgeous it. yeah because it's like what are you gonna do just throw it out like you might as well wear it if this is gonna be your only time getting married you know yeah as long as I mean they're both okay with it that's all that matters everybody else can fuck all, all the way all the way right off it doesn't matter um all yeah. that matters is that you and your future husband are okay with it that you feel beautiful and you're going to be happy with it. You're going to be happy with your photos and all of that. That's all that matters. Good for them. It's so strange to me with her because her and John Cena had this like insane amount of chemistry. Like I loved watching them together. I thought they were so funny and so cute. What happened? Did he cheat? Well, the big thing that started it all was he never wanted kids. Mm -hmm. And she knew that going into the relationship, he never wanted kids and he never wanted to get married. And he had a vasectomy and everything. He was Did so she want against those having things kids at the beginning of the relationship. And then she was, she thought that she was like, okay with giving it up. But then as yeah. time went on and she fell more in love with him, she and her sister got married and had a baby. So then she was like, oh my God, it kind of like changed her mind a little. Yep. And then he ended up proposing to her like at WrestleMania, like after their oh, match, wow. it was so beautiful. I remember watching it in the movie theater and I was like sobbing. Um, <sighs> And then and then she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's going to marry me. And then she told him, like, I can't do this. I really want a baby, like whatever. And then he told her that he would like reverse his vasectomy for her. 
And then she was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, I don't want to lose you. Like, I'll, I'll give you a baby if that's what you really want. But then I guess she like thought about it and she was like, it's not what he wants at the bottom of his heart. Yeah, he could and end then, up resenting her, resenting the baby, not being involved with the baby. Yeah, that's not a yeah. good thing to do. So good for her for doing that, which just shows that like, you know, she's in her mid thirties. Like you should be, she was mature enough to know that she yeah. did the right thing. You have to be but, so incredibly strong to walk away from something like that. Exactly. But, yeah, but, but I look at have been her a with this Artem guy. Like I said, he's Artem from Dancing with the Stars. If that means anything to anyone, right. that's how they met because she did Dancing with the Stars and he was her partner. Okay. Um, but they don't, I don't see any chemistry with them. Like even when they were dancing, mm. like everything, I'm just kind of like, oh, I liked her with John. But it's just, it's just so crazy because you don't really know what like goes on behind the scenes. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Could it? Wow. That's really, that's really hard to walk away when you want something so badly and someone's willing to give it to you. But you know, like he may not be involved with the kid. He may resent me. He may resent the baby. Like this is well, not what he wants. John Cena's reason for not wanting kids because John Cena, you know, the Make-A-Wish Foundation where like, yeah, yeah. so John Cena is the number one Make-A-Wish celebrity. Oh, He's wow. the number one grantor. So, and you know, with being in WWE, everything like he's around kids all the time and he's so good with them so every single like interviewer and stuff is like you're so good with kids why don't you want kids and he's like because I know that my career will not allow me to be a good dad because I'm always doing something I'm literally always working like I'll never be home like that's, a, that's I, an incredibly I mature good thing of him too exactly yeah. I know he's one of my like favorite child free celebs but yeah maybe she'll marry this guy have a couple of kids realize that she's bored with him end up divorced in five ten years and maybe then they'll spend the rest of their years together I know John Cena's like remarried though like now he's with someone oh. else oh he like it's so weird because he's like I'm never getting married and then right after she moved on he like married some girl that like kind of looks like her Ooh, that's weird yeah it's weird celebrities yeah. are weird well I, I have enjoyed it. this this WWE gossip I didn't know any of that I knew they were together and I knew that the Bella twins were really big and they had their own TV show and that's it I never watched it or knew anything else oh my god if you only knew half the WWE tea that there is like these guys like that could be a new segment WWE coming, coming to the WWE with like a fiance that they've had and then all of a sudden they're a famous wrestler and they start fucking all the other wrestlers okay. and then their dick stop gets right posted there. online stop right there this is going to be a new segment <laughs> WWE with Justine and for the next month at least we will have we'll we'll throw that in there five minutes of WWE so be prepared because I'm into it. I love gossip and I love juicy celebrity shit. And I love finding out things that I do not know about. So okay, it's happening. Julie's just trying to shut me up. Put it in it's your planner. Fine. Do what? I said, you're just trying to shut me up. It's fine. No, I'm not. No, I really enjoy. I like, I'm not even serious. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even serious. I'm not even kidding. I'm totally serious. WWE with Justine. It's happening. Okay. I don't know. It's not as exciting, though, because, like, you don't know who these people are. Just, like, whatever. Well, we'll figure it out. But professional wrestlers are, like, fucked. That's the point of the conversation. All athletes, like, really. 
it could be yeah it could be football tea also yeah all these things that i don't know about yeah i do we'll we'll be exploring some dark territory okay letting you know i have one athlete tea story that i will tell on the next episode because i knew i went to middle school with a pretty famous athlete (gasps) tell no no nope you can't leave it like that I have to do some research because I know a basic idea of something that happened but I need to can you give me a clue who it is which sorry to completely go off topic but have you seen Jeffree Star's NFL boyfriend yeah who do you think it is um I don't know them I don't know football people so I I think it's either uh the quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers or I think it's like an O-lineman for the Cincinnati Bengals those are do my two guesses. Specific names that you're thinking of? Yeah, I do, I do, but I just need to look them up because so I don't mispronounce them. Because we no. need to post this because if you're right, you were right about Justin Bieber selling his uh his music. Um, that was a prediction okay. for 2023, and that was right. Okay, Justin Bieber absolutely sold his music library. Uh, he hasn't yep. officially announced his retirement from music, though, unless that is an announcement of retirement. Like, yeah, he hasn't coming. like made a statement or anything. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Justin Herber is the quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Um. Because there was a picture of Jeffrey Star with this guy on a private jet. They said they had just left Los Angeles. They were flying flying private to Wyoming, and they were holding hands. Like the picture was just like two legs on the chairs and holding hands yeah obviously jeffrey's hand was the one with the tattoos and the the acrylic nails justin's had a couple marks in his hand like dents and somebody had posted a picture of him hugging the other quarterback after a game or something and they zoomed in on his hand and it had the same marks um he's also six foot six which is fucking huge yeah um the other guy i think is an o lineman who plays for uh the cincinnati Bengals. his name's sam hubbard okay in my opinion this guy's six five um in my opinion it's one of those guys just from the the silhouette and the pictures that i saw we're gonna post it ASAP so that when it is revealed who it is we can see if you're right because you're pretty good at this celebrity prediction shit so <laughs> let's find out oh, I'm God. excited <laughs> all right I think that's it that's all I have I did have a couple something else I'm going to save it for the next show because my phone died and my screenshots were on it so we'll talk about it later okay. my phone is constantly dying it just is is what it is so um yeah so and then I'll talk to you about athlete tea next week so simmer on that and make sure you guys follow us at resting bitch pod on Instagram subscribe and please download the episodes because that's really what counts in the numbers we don't know how many people are streaming this but we know how many downloads there are and if you love the show go to the link train our bio leave a positive review for us on Apple podcasts that's definitely going to help us too and make sure you check out Justine at the Shore Store on all the things. Yes. So uh, I wanted to be like, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> we can still do that. I don't think that, uh, do you think Jody and Amanda will like trademark come after us? Well, we gonna- how can they trademark Cody Brown's Will we get a quote? cease and desist from <laughs> Jody and Amanda? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, bitches. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.